Good morning. Please join me in prayer. Gracious and loving God, pour your Holy Spirit out on all of us this morning. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be holy and accepting to you, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. June 20th, 2020. To this point, the best day of my life. Mike and I stood under the beautiful oaks of my childhood church with family and friends. Some of them were socially distanced, spread out in the white chairs around the lawn. Others were watching the wedding ceremony from the Facebook Live from their homes. We promised to be there for one another, for richer or for poorer, in sickness and in health, as long as we both shall live. One of my bridesmaids read these words from Ruth, where you go, I will go, where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people will be my people and your God, my God. Neither of us probably remember the words spoken during the rest of the ceremony, but we remember it was beautiful and it was hopeful. We knew that in that moment all would be well because we got to do life together all the time. But people, <laughs> we knew that marriage would be an adjustment, but oh my goodness, <laughs> we were not prepared for the sheer volume of laundry and dishes that two people could create together, and we don't even have any kids yet. <laughs> and who knew that something as simple as the orientation of the couch in the living room could cause an argument? <laughs> we both learned so quickly what the phrase, pick your battles, means. And yet, where he goes, I will still promise to go. And Mike's God is my God. And while my husband is kind and generous and more thoughtful than I deserve, the day-to-day -day journey isn't as simple as I read into those words from Ruth on that sunny day in June. But that's because I don't think I quite understood Ruth's sacrifice. I couldn't fully grasp what her faithfulness to Naomi meant. Ruth is a Moabite woman, born and raised. She has lived her whole life in Moab, and that's where her family is. She has chosen to permanently move to a foreign land, but not just any foreign land, the town of Bethlehem, which is even harsher than a Buckeye moving to Wolverine territory, if you can believe it. <laughs> In the years leading up to Ruth's time, Ezra and Nehemiah attempted to purify Jerusalem. They were both convinced that the return from exile only applied to native Israelites. And so they broke up mixed marriages and they tore up families. They sent even temple leaders away because they deemed them unqualified if they weren't Israelites. This went on for years and years, and it hadn't been resolved by the time Ruth came around. So it isn't just that Ruth is moving to an unfamiliar place. She's crossing well-established barriers where she risks persecution. She ri she'll have to completely adjust to new social norms and etiquette. She'll start having to eat unfamiliar types of food. And she is com committing to completely changing her religion. That is a new level of faithfulness that my marriage doesn't even come close to matching. 
And this type of faithfulness requires her to truly let go of her old self and start anew. We live in a world right now where we're praised for sticking to our beliefs, for digging in our heels. And I mean this much more than just religious ones. We focus on what makes us happy and what creates respite for our mental health and for our families. It's taboo to talk about political issues because we've forgotten how to have conversations with one another that allow for changes in perspectives from both sides. For example, you may hear comments like, oh, you decided to breastfeed your baby? Oh, you decided to bottle feed your baby? I, I don't think we're gonna get along. I can't believe that you would let that person run such an important project. There's no way that they're gonna value the same things that we do. Actually, I don't think we should talk about politics here. We probably have different opinions, and right now, I like you. These are all statements that I've actually observed or been a part of in the last month on social media, but also here in this church community. They're conversations that are a part of our everyday lives and they affect so much of who we are as a community because this is what the story of Ruth shows us. I don't know if you've noticed, if you've read the whole book of Ruth, but God doesn't really show up in any dramatic way the entire story. It's nothing like Moses and the burning bush that Pastor Edwin preached on last week. There are no dreams or visions, no miracles, not even a prayer. In fact, God's name is only mentioned a handful of times. But that doesn't mean that God isn't at work. Their love seeps through the pages without even being named. In fact, I think that the lack of dramatic interventions in this book speaks more closely to the way that we encounter God in our day-to-day -day lives and our everyday actions of love and of loyalty. We see it happen in Ruth's faithfulness to Naomi, in that relationship. And if you continue reading on, we see it in the relationship between her and Boaz, who's an Israelite farmer, who decides to break down the barriers, overlook the stereotypes that he's most likely built up about Ruth. He feeds her when she's hungry, and then later, he agrees to fulfill his responsibility to marry her, even when another wouldn't. Do you see God here? Do you see how God uses us to bring God's glory into this world? John 1, 6 through 8 is the introduction of John, the one who baptizes many people, including Jesus. It reads, there was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came to a witness to testify to the light so that all may believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. We aren't John the Baptist, but our role in this world is just as important. God loves us and can use us just as much. We all have the calling to witness to the light so that all may believe God through us. And while God isn't speaking to us through flames every day, God does work through the mundane moments, our everyday relationships. But the problem with trying to build those relationships is that we often cling only to the ones with whom we see eye to eye. 
we have so much fear of those who are different than us. And not just immigrants, like we see in this story of Ruth, but in different ways, with different political beliefs, different ages, races, sexualities. We're afraid to accept them in our lives as they are because we fear that we might lose something in our own lives. But Ruth left all that she knew. Look what happened. She was loyal to Naomi, someone from a completely different place than she grew up. She went with her even though it meant disrupting her life where she would live the rest of her life as a native. She left and God used every step of that journey to show her that he is still working in it. Frederick Buechner writes, I wish that we could affirm that wherever people love each other and are true to each other and take risks for each other, God is with them and for them and they are doing God's will. Friends, the journey is difficult when we take risks for one another, especially, especially when we don't see eye to eye. But the risk is so worth it. God works through us in the mundane, which means we can encounter God in the everyday moments that give light to the one whose we are. It's not about making our lives better, but giving light to the one whose we are. Be kind to one another. Listen to one another's perspectives. Step out of your comfort zone to talk to somebody new. Because do you know how this story ends? We see Ruth is faithful to Naomi. Boaz is faithful to Ruth. They cross boundaries and they learn to love one another despite their differences. They get married and they give birth to a baby boy named Obed, who's the grandfather of David. King David, whose lineage is traced all the way down to the birth of another baby boy. Jesus, a boy who grows up perfect and blameless and chooses to sacrifice his life as an act of incredible love so that all of us, all of us are redeemed for our imperfection. The savior of the world is born out of a lineage that crosses borders, overcomes difference. It's born out of sacrifice and faithfulness. Ruth shows us that when we live our lives this way through relationships and through, with others and with God, God works through us and brings healing and redemption into the world. It's powerful and it's incredible. And that work can be done in the mundane. So let us take the first step towards one another and choose to be a part of the change that God is bringing. Amen.